When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Press the button, my friend. The Out of Bound Show is live, live from the Whiskey 61 Lounge in the Bank Plus Studio. Check, check, check it out. You know, I'm looking here at Steve Robertson's book, The Dog Pile, Celebration of Mississippi State's 2021 National Championship Baseball Season. Um, I just blew through a chapter during the break, but uh, here's who he had uh, quoted on the back of the book. It's not a bad lineup that uh, talked about the book and Mississippi State's National Championship team and so on. Uh, ben McDonald. I don't know if y'all have ever heard of him. Uh, Aaron Fitt, D1Baseball.com. Teddy Cahill, Baseball America. And Kendall Rogers, D1Baseball.com. Um, all with quotes on the team, the season, and the book. So that's a that's a pretty good crew there. Actually, that's that's an A. That's an A-level list. Of college baseball, we welcome in uh, the Boneyard podcast host, Steve Robertson. He'll be in Columbia today for a book signing uh, in the Pine Belt. Uh, he joins us on the Bucked Up Energy Drinks guest line. So, Steve, uh, MSU's four and three. They uh, ended up taking two or three from the series after a, an embarrassing loss on Friday night. Um. I think there's actually some good things going on, but there's they're four and three, and expectations are what they are. Um, another loss or two, you're going to take yourself out of a super. Uh, I'm sorry, a host, super top eight host, but you can you know still play your way into the 13, 14, 15, 16 spot, and and host a regional. Is it is it time to panic? or just getting close to time to panic for MSU baseball? 
I don't think it's either one. I'm not, I'm not concerned at all, to be honest with you. But the, uh, I think you're finding some things each weekend. I think they've got the starting rotation settled now. Uh, Cade Smith has been absolutely spectacular. And so, you know, State won a national championship last year with one-and-a-half starting pitchers. And I think that actually the rotation has potential to be even better than it was last year. Yeah, the question is going to be is how do you define these uh, you know, bullpen roles? I mean, Kate, Cam Teller has struggled in both outings. Uh, Parkerson has kind of been up and down. Stone Simmons has been absolutely electric. He's faced 10 hitters, struck out five, retired all 10, no hits, no runs, no walks. So, you know, offensively, they've still got some things to figure out. You need R.J. Yeager to get going. You need Matt Quarter to get going. But, yeah, the reality of it is is that, uh, you know, this time last year we were having this same conversation about – leadership and about who's going to step up and replace Jake Mangum and, you know, who's going to be the alpha in the dugout. And, uh, you know, it's still a process. You know, you don't have a Tanner Allen who was a national baseball player of the year on this roster. But I think, you know, by committee with Cam James and Luke Hancock and Logan Tanner, you've got some guys that can be real leaders. Okay. Uh, They have five games this week, Grambling, Southern Miss, and, and Tulane. You know, I would think four and one, they have to go four and one. What do you think? Yeah, I don't, I don't know they have to because the SEC schedule is going to be, you know, that's going to give you some lift in the RPI. But, yeah, I mean, you, you'd love to go five and oh this week. But I agree with you. I, th- I think you really got to do no worse than four and one this week. Yeah, State's still a top ten team. You want to kind of stay, you know, within striking distance of that top eight. But, you know, today is – you know, should be pretty pretty much of a laughter. You'll play a good Southern Miss team tomorrow in Pearl. Excited about that. Matter of fact, I'll be there uh, signing books for the game. But uh, oh, cool. Yeah, the, the the series at Tulane is uh, you know that that's a team last year that gave Mississippi State all they wanted and then some. They don't have the pitching they had last year. You know, Braden Olthoff is gone. He's actually in the book too, but you know the, he's not there. But you know, this is a Tulane team that should be an NCAA regional team getting the national champs at their house, they'll be motivated and ready to go. That on-campus stadium down in uh, New Orleans is pretty darn nice. They did a good job with that. I don't know if you've had a chance to go by there in the last few years, have you, Steve? I, I haven't. I've, I've seen renderings and that sort of stuff, but, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm eager to get down there and, and cover the series. And yeah, Here's the thing about Tulane, too. You know, They, they kind of get lost in the conversation. You know, in Louisiana baseball, but you know, Jake Gautreaux and Andy Canizaro were part of some big teams there. Of course, that was back when they were using need-based aid. But you know, Louisiana is a baseball crazy state. Not everybody can go to LSU, and so teams like you know, UL Lafayette, Tulane get some really good players that are really Power Five caliber players that just elect to stay closer to home. So this is a Tulane program that uh, you know has some tradition. They're a team that has some talent. So Mississippi State's going to have to bring a really good effort. Um. All right. I don't know if this is proper business etiquette, etiquette, or so you can just say I, you know, not going to disclose. But uh, how many books have you sold today? We sold over over five thousand so far. Nice. Uh, and then you know we're we're almost out of the uh, the first printing. Matter of fact, I was told yesterday that everything in the start of the warehouse has been exhausted. There. Uh, about 300 or so books in the uh, in the Madison County warehouse, and everything else is out in stores. And so, you know, we're going to run out of books here pretty soon. But uh, you know, don't don't stress. We got more on the way. It'll probably be 
late April. But, uh, you know, vendors will still have books until, of course, they exhaust their inventory. And, you know, a lot of guys there in uh, central Mississippi, you know, our friends at Lemuria Books and Barnes & Noble and uh, College Corner, all those folks, uh, you know, have books. If people are looking for books, they can still find books. But there, there will come a day when, um, you know, inventory is going to be pretty scarce before the second printing comes in. Uh-oh. All right. Did Raphael Palmero get a book? With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I hadn't got it yet. We're going to send him one. But uh, he's actually in the book. I interviewed Raffi after the College World Series. And yeah, you have to. You know, I mean, it's like if you're going to write a book about Mississippi State baseball, you better quote Will Clark and Paul Merrill and Ryan Polk. And I was fortunate enough to be able to do all that. But, uh, yeah, the thing about Raphael, and I'll say, you know, I've gotten to know him a lot better the last couple of years, and a lot of it's, you know, when I travel. You know, I'll travel to go cover the Bulldogs in Fort Worth or, or in Houston or in College Station, and then there's Raffi, and then he's coming back with greater regularity. And, you know, this is a guy that loves Mississippi State baseball, and as I've told you before, you know, the to me the most endearing image of the College World Series is the team hotel when they hand that trophy to Raphael Palmero, and, yeah. you know, he hoists the thing skyward. I mean, it was just – it was just kind of closing a pretty interesting loop in our baseball history. Um. All right, so you're not as concerned as some fans. Uh, how concerned do you think? So this is a this is a veteran laden staff at Mississippi State. I mean, not only did they you know all become national championship coaches, but but this is a veteran laden staff. Do you think? They're over, do you think that they are really, really concerned after the first couple of weeks? I don't I don't think they're concerned. I do think Chris was very animated in his comments Friday. And he, I, was. And he said what we were all thinking. It is an embarrassing loss. That's and, and this Northern Kentucky team, I don't think they've had a winning season in ten years. I mean, you know, so it's not like you know, they're just kind of lying in wait with a veteran team to get you. The bottom line is State did not play well. And, you know, the thing that I go back to, we talked about it on my show yesterday, is that, you know, timely base hits. You know, in the seventh and eighth innings, State had an opportunity to, 
you know, to take the lead or pull even and couldn't get the big hit. And in the eighth inning, had bases loaded, nobody out, couldn't get the ball out of the infield, you know. And so, you know, that's the thing, too, when you think about guys like LP and Hancock and Cam, well, you know, last year they had Rowdy and T.A. They were always picking them up. You know, you always had – it always seemed like the game found Tanner Allen. You know, ninth inning, how many times did we see it where it comes up in the ninth inning and then there's Tanner Allen on deck and has a chance to hit with the game on the line? Well, those guys are learning what it takes to be Tanner Allen. And last year Tanner Allen had to learn what it was like to be Brent Rooker or Jake Mangum, to have to be the guy – uh, that brings you through, and and you know there was an adjustment. There were some times early in the season last year where he didn't come through, but you know later in the year it seemed like every every opportunity came through. And so I'm not concerned about those guys. I think it's just a matter of time, you know, as they kind of adjust to a new role and mature a little bit as players. But yeah, you know, this team started what six and three last year, and it was a very very shaky six and three yeah. because they were, you know, a handful of walk off wins where State has to come from behind in the ninth inning to win. Um, you know, I'm not there. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not concerned at this point. I think it's, uh, you know, it's just the, the development of this team and you got to figure out who you can trust. And I think that's the thing when you look at last Friday, I mean, if Stone Simmons is the first guy to bullpen state wins that game, they sweep the series and we're having a different conversation today, but that's not what happened. You know, you had Cam Teller back out there. And I'm not going to, you know, throw shade at the kid because he had some big moments last year for state. But he hadn't looked good the first two times out. And so I, I don't think you see him as the first guy in the bullpen or even the second guy on Friday. Maybe you work him in the midweek until he finds it. But, you know, when you also look, you know, Pico Kong comes in on Saturday in relief of Preston Johnson, who was outstanding. And there's Pico Kong, a freshman out there, just pounding his own. And that's what he's been great at. And so you've got some options. You know, it's not like State doesn't have players. It's just kind of finding the way to utilize them to get victories. Is that an awesome baseball name or just name, period, or what? Are you talking about Pico? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it, it, yeah. Pico Cone is great. And he uses uh, Molly Cruz kickstart my heart as his walkout. So that's good for another couple miles per hour on fastball. You know I mean? So uh, I, I love the kids' makeup. The thing that, you, you know, you, you always think about with young guys, and we saw this some last year, early in the year, is they're scared to get hit. You know, so it's like, I've got an opportunity. This is my dream coming true. So they get a little bit careful and nibble. He's not like that. You know, he, you can tell he's got some dog in him and he's not scared to get hit. He trusts the stuff and he pounds his own, lets defense make plays. And, you know, the game sometimes can be really simple. And uh, that's part of it. Don't walk people. Don't go up there and try to get too cute. Just go trust your stuff and pound the, the, the strike zone. And that's what you're seeing Stone Simmons and Pico Con do and, yeah, I mean, there's there some guys on this team that have some real ability that our, our fans don't really know yet as household names that by the middle of the year, you know, they're going to know that hey, this is the guy we got to trot out there. Yeah, remember this time last year? I mean, you know, we're trying to piece together the back end with, you know, Riley Self and Spencer Price, who were both, you know, had battled injuries a lot later in their career. And, you know, you find out, hey, there, there are other guys we got to depend on, and they do. And so the staff is still kind of getting a sense of its identity with this team and, uh, again, I'm not concerned, but, you know, you need a good week this week. Yeah, and then you got Texas Tech Wednesday and Tuesday and Wednesday next week in Biloxi. So it's pretty – it's a pretty serious seven-game stretch, Steve. Um, it is, and, and it's all – and all of, almost all of it's on the road, and I think sometimes that's a good thing. Um, 
you know, you kind of get out on the road and it's that esprit de corps type thing. It's a team building exercise. You know, it's this us against the world mentality. And I think, you know, one of the great things, and Bo, you grew up there in central Mississippi, and we had a chance to go watch Bulldogs play the Jackson Mets or play Ole Miss in the governor's game. And you know, it was such a treat, you know, because it was so difficult to get to start for sometimes. And you know, bringing a show on the road to Biloxi, that's one of the things I'm really glad that they've, they've made a habit of doing. Because Smart. there are a lot of, you know, young young Bulldog fans down there that uh, can't get to Starkville with any regularity. And now the Bulldogs come to them. And, you know, I remember being a kid, man, in the late 70s, you know, from the 1900s, you know, so I've been around a little while. And, and uh, you know, being there at Smithville Stadium and, and Mike Kelly, All-American center fielder, giving me his hat as he left the field. And, and uh, that made such an impression on me. It made me feel like I was part of it. You know what I'm saying? It's like you feel a kinship with these players. And so – I just think about all those young people of the day down on the Mississippi Gulf Coast who are getting to see Mississippi State in person for the first time. That's really exciting. All right, let's switch gears and talk about something very important. Um, Steve Robertson's obviously got his book signing, book signing Columbia, Mississippi today on the dog pile. Um, let's talk about something important. Will Clark is on Twitter. And so we were debating this earlier in the week. Um, do you think that's Will Clark or do you think that's either like a daughter or, or a son or something like that, or some kind of aid assistant that's running that account? Where, where do you stand right now with the Will Clark, uh, Twitter? I think he has some assistance. I didn't, I mean, yeah. nobody gets it on Twitter that quick and is so, you know, skilled at posting videos and things like that. I mean, you know, you know, for it, I think it took me probably three months to figure out how to properly use a hashtag, you know. So, uh, yeah, I think Will probably has some access to it, but also has some assistance. Okay. All right, cool. Uh, I think it's been great, by the way. I mean, you know, he's so oh, yeah. uh, intense, uh, cocky, abrasive, and yet fun and talented and, you know, all that. Um well, right, let me ask you this. Where do you stand? It's so funny. People are like, <sighs> Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This, this defines a pretty big era in Mississippi sports and especially Mississippi State sports. Uh, I know you love both, and I do too, because I grew up, you know, as a kid, 83, 84, 85, uh, watching those guys play, and I worshiped them at, both Duty Noble and, like you said, Smith Wills. Uh, are you are you more Raffy or are you more Will? Yeah, that's a great question. You're trying to paint me in a corner. I really am. Um, 
I'm, I'm going to go Rafi. And uh, I think he was a little more well-rounded in some respects. But Mississippi State doesn't make it to Omaha without both guys. See, Will, you mentioned the intensity. You mentioned the competitiveness. Will is the ultimate bulldog. Yeah. You know, there's a little bit of that in Tanner Allen. You know, yeah. it's like when Will Clark came to the play, he was our guy. You know, it was kind of like we felt like if you got him out, you cheated somehow. You know, it was just, you know, and that's the, the, the mentality of that team really kind of centered around Will and his competitiveness. I think Rafi personality-wise is much, much, diff- much different. They complemented each other so incredibly well. Uh, but I think if I had to, you know, if I'm picking, if we're, if we're picking teams today and I got the first pick in the draft, I'm picking Rafael Palmeiro. Okay. All right. Uh, do you want to do your top five or do you want to? That's a great question. If we're limiting it to hitters, you know, I got to well, have Yeah, Jake let's do that. Too. Let's do hitters. Go ahead. Yeah. I got to have Jake in there. Um, I got to have T.A. in there for yes. sure. Yes. You know, I. I I'm going to have Bruce Castoria in there, too. I mean, this is a guy that set a national record in home runs, really in kind of a dead ball era. You know, he had 29, and that, that record is, was tied by Paul Merrow, which gives, again, I got those two guys in the lineup. And then, of course, uh, you got to have Will in there. I mean, I, I think those are five, and that's, you know, to kind of look around the eras. And, you know, when we're, if we're going to do pitchers, if we're going to do pitchers, I, I, I can put that together for you, too. And, uh, you know, probably the first guy. Would I'm Jeff Brantley be number one? Jeff Brantley would be number two. Number one for me would be Brantley Jones uh, from 1970. Was the SEC Pitcher of the Year and on one of Mississippi State's greatest teams. That was the team that went to Gastonia for the District 3 NCAA Tournament, and the seniors were unable to play. And so Mike Profitt had to kind of be the ace and still nearly got State to Omaha. Uh, And, of course, he does in 71. But Brantley Jones was an absolute dude, went undefeated that year. Uh, Again, SEC Pitcher of the Year and uh, won – the game at Ole Miss against Archie and crew to win the SEC West and then won the deciding game against Tennessee uh, to claim the outright SEC championship. He is an absolute dog. I would go there. Um, I would probably go Bobby Reed, too, but I wouldn't pitch him as much. So he would be fresher later. Uh, you know, Paul Mahalam is a guy, too, that was an absolute stud. Uh, you know, Ethan Small, too, I and mean, then that's the spin rate error right there. You know, Ethan got a little bit overused back in 18 a little bit. And Scott Boxall told me before he'll probably never make that mistake again. He'll he'll save some innings for those guys. You see that today, but you know, there's just so many great Bulldog pitchers over the years, and you know so many guys that were first rounders uh, that had some huge accomplishments. And yeah, you know, that, that's that's the thing about Mississippi State baseball is there's really no wrong answer, no matter what era you want to pull from, whether it be from the great Paul Gregory years or you know certainly the Ron Polk years. You know, state has always been able to recruit and develop talent among the, the nation's elite. So there's really no wrong answer. I mean, no matter how you slice this thing up, no matter what five you pick for pitchers or hitters, uh, you can make a case for probably, you know, 50 to 60 guys and, and still feel like, yeah, I could see it. But Brantley would be in your top five, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Now, well, see, that's the thing, too. If you go back and look at 85, you know, he and Gene Morgan. He threw 9,000 in innings. Uh, yeah, I mean, and you know, all these estimates are approximate, you know. But uh, yeah, the thing about Brantley too is the thing that I remember about him is like him towing the rubber at Omaha with this look on his face, like you guys don't have a chance, you know. And you have to have that mentality. You can't go out there and pitch scared. Brantley was an absolute bulldog and a guy that would absolutely shove it up your backside. And went the thing about Jeff too 
is if he ever could get downhill on you, if he ever got on a roll and kind of got guys second-guessing, the game was over. Because Jeff, that's just who Jeff was. He's just one of those guys that pitched well with a lead and uh, could add that third pitch, that second, third time through the order and make you look absolutely stupid. Steve Robertson on the Out of Bounds show. Blake, you got a question for Steve? Yeah, Steve, you mentioned earlier about, like, eighth inning, you know, clutchness. And we obviously went through a six-year stretch of Tanner Allen and Jake Mangum, who always seemed to get on, get to the plate and then get on base when it mattered. So I'm going to take that to pitching. I know it's recency bias. I know that his career was short and not near what those guys that you listen, mentioned are. But Will Bednar's postseason run, specifically what he did in Omaha, is obviously, I think, without question, the best pitching total pitching performance in Omaha for three appearances and things like that. Where does a Will Bednar in like a I've got to pitch one game when it matters most stack up for for Mississippi State pitchers? Yeah, well, I think I don't think there's any debate. He is the greatest postseason pitcher in the history of Mississippi State baseball. I mean, nobody has been better on the bigger stage than Will Bednar. And uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, think about it too. I mean, you know, Texas. I mean, you know, Texas is the number one team in the country. They were a great team last year. And Will shut him down. He walks off the mound doing the horns down thing and then comes back and does it again. You know, it's like, that's a, that's a dog right there. I mean, and so I think about what he did in Omaha, and I don't know if we'll ever see that again. I mean, and that, you, you talk about, yeah, it's recency bias, but nobody's ever done it before. You know, it's like you put him up there with the Ben McDonald's of the world. You put him up there, you know, with the Roger Clemens of the world of college baseball. I mean, that's – that's the type of postseason run that he had. He was just the guy when the team needed him. He was at his best, and uh, I, I think you're exactly right. If we're, if we're going to Omaha, game one pitcher or game seven pitcher for me is Will Bednar. We'll leave it there. Uh, all right, twenty seconds, Steve. Does uh, what was this? Does, does Steve think Downs stays in the lineup? Steve, do you? That, that is a great question. I tell you this. That kid, when he hits a baseball, even his outs are loud. I mean, he really barrels things up. And I talked to one of the one of our baseball parents yesterday. They talk about how, you know, he's just so strong. And that's there's almost an embarrassment of riches when you look at that outfield. And I, I think you got to ride him. You know, I mean, you know, maybe you play around a little bit in the midweek this week. But I think with the way he's hitting the baseball and as athletic as he is, you got to put him out there. Now that he's available to you, you use him. All right. We'll leave it there. Steve Robertson in Columbia, Mississippi for uh, the Dogpile book signing today. He'll be at Trustmark Park in the Braves Stadium on Wednesday before the game. Steve, or during the game? How does that work? I'll be before the game. I got to cover the game before the game. Got it. All right. I didn't know if you needed me to cover the game for you, but you got it. All right. Good deal. Thanks, man. Thanks, buddy. See ya. All right. Out of bounds, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Um is brought to you by Mississippi Smart Homes, MSSmarthomes.com. And uh, this is pretty awesome. They're offering a $2,000 package right now with $2,500 value. It's install, setup, and teaching, which is very important for Jake Manning and MSSmarthomes.com. So you get your Nest. That's the thermostat doorbell. You get the outdoor camera. You get the automated smart lock. And you get the Google Hub. All at MSSmarthomes.com. That's MSSmarthomes.com. Uh, Larry the Cable Guy tomorrow. See you. 
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.